Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Oh, I liked that one. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody. I've got Robin Cohen back with me today. Happy to be back. So excited that you're here. She's going to help me run through the intro questions like we do with every episode, answer some of your voicemails, and then I'm talking to a wonderfully inspirational woman uh, about her journey to wellness. So that's coming up soon. First, Robin, what's been your favorite workout? Well, I've been getting back into movement. I talked about that a little bit on the last podcast with you. But The last time you were on, you were recovering from a traumatic golf cart accident. Yes, I'm all healed. Good. Mind, body, spirit, soul. Good. (laughs) Um, My favorite workout has actually been re-exploring the movement of dance. So dance was a part of my professional background. And I took a long hiatus just because, well, for many reasons, but the fact that I was looking in the mirror for so long during the entirety of growing up from age three to 30. Yeah. I will be 37 in a couple days and I like to do things that I'm fearful of. So I thought about getting back into a dance class and exploring how that even feels emotionally and not being in, I call it a sausage casing of a leotard, but that's how I felt like being squeezed into these little tight Yes. articles of clothing that I don't have to to wear anymore. I actually told my mom that I was going and she said, well, you have a leotard, right? I'm like, no, mom, I don't have to do that anymore. No, I'm not doing that. I'm wearing leggings, a t-shirt, anything that's comfortable. Yep. 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 So I actually explored um, Lachey Arts. It's on Red Bank Road exit. Okay. I'm still not the best at Cincinnati navigating you my had way to, like, around. Look at your notes. You're like, uh, Red know. Bank Road. Road. <laughs> yes. So if anyone knows where that is, uh, Leah Lachey is the owner. She is a wonderful human being. Um, right. She actually inspired me to go. I met her at the Breathing Room, which is one of the studios that I am teaching some private clients at. If yep. anyone is interested, yep. I'll plug that in. Um, so I went to a a class called mind body spirit and the first part of the class was actually improvising on your own which sounds really fun it it was fun but as a trained dancer it yes. is not fun it's really uncomfortable because i'm used to being handed choreography right and, and for those that don't know you are perfect you were a professional dancer out yes. in la moved to cincinnati pilates instructor for the reds just coming off a long eh, shorter season but still i'm sure you would argue long <laughs> Yeah, it was long. We'll get get into that. We'll get into it. So, so as a professional dancer, doing something that's not choreographed was difficult for you, right? Right. It's a sense of feeling uncomfortable when I was already uncomfortable and rusty, having not. I think it was like my first class in eight or ten years. Oh, really? Yes. Just because at some point you kind of stop taking class because you need to make space to audition and then work to supplement your income. Right. So classes kind of go by the wayside yeah so within this class the instructor was giving us a lot of thought-provoking elements as far as what it what does anxiety do to you and anxiety is always something that I've struggled Mm -hmm. with and even how you present yourself in public at work and kind of talking about the mask that we have to wear on the daily now so she's like talking going through this metaphorically exercise while you in the room while you're moving however you see fit whatever's coming up for you and there's music in the background yes and I tend to gravitate towards particular types of music because music holds memories for you right 
So John Mayer's Gravity came on and oh I was God. just kind of melting in and, and a little bit teary-eyed as I yeah. was moving because it felt so freeing and she was cueing us not to look in the mirror and just to enjoy the spirit that we were invoking inside of us. Wow. So a part of their um, tagline or mission is live what you love, which is graffitied on the wall and there's cool. really nice lights going on so you kind of feel like you're in a different space and time. Were the lights dim for this particular Oh, it was. Class? It was dark blue. I just can't even imagine. <laughs> dark like, blue. Please do not shine a light on me as I'm working through my anxiety through dance. <laughs> I know. I know. Agreed. Um, but it was a sense of empowerment and creativity that was flowing through that I haven't yeah. experienced in a long time. So dance has been my workout. I also um, took a visit to Planet Dance as well. I took from another instructor. And uh, that class was lyrical. And she played a song from Little Flyers Everywhere. I don't know if anyone has watched that show on Hulu. I have not watched the show on Hulu. It's a book too, isn't it? It is a book, yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I don't know either medium, but. Yeah, so it was, they were both different experiences but wonderful, and and I just want to keep exploring more, more dance around the city because it to seems to like there's a lot. Emporium. Yeah, you've past talked a guests, lot about that. Past guests, John and Cody. I'm sure they would love to have you, and you guys could talk all like L.A. circuit things because they were out there doing it too. I would love that, or even Planet Dance apparently has some adult company that that mm. they're. Mm-hmm. I don't know the details, but is that something you'd want to do? Maybe ah. if it's low commitment and it's yeah. You know, we'll see. But baby steps right now. Right, but, right. Yeah. Well, that's really fun. I something resonated what you said about looking in the mirror like the whole time you're dancing. I've had there was like a period of time a couple months ago. I don't know, maybe like the start of the summer, where I was like had back to back dancing guests on the podcast, John mm-hmm. and Cody, uh, Savannah Sexton, um, and they both kind of referenced that same, like almost in the exact same words as you did it's of cathartic. like staring at yourself in a mirror when you're not for staring. so long like that it just kind of has this mental effect like wearing down effect a little because you were kind of saying like oh it was good to like get out of that for a minute yeah it felt good to get out of that and the fact that this is no longer my career it's right. not based on how I'm paying my bills yeah. or it's not based off of landing a gig and looking ethnic enough yeah. or tall enough or thin enough or right. whatever the case may be I, now I can just move out of a sense of freedom right and right. liberation right it reminds me a lot too of a recent work of art that I put my heart and soul into which is my interpretive dancing to Taylor Swift's new album Folklore I haven't listened to that yet okay we're gonna have to have a serious conversation <laughs> you have not you have not listened to any song on the album none what you're gonna love it i don't know what you're waiting for but okay. we can we can talk Dive offline yeah but yeah i had a really fun saturday uh i think in july and then <laughs> way back when came home and um did a couple performances cr- interpretive dance performances you'll have to ask kelly and brad about them they'll they'll share but it was i mean i was moved by my own self so i can only imagine them as the audience how they felt watching I'm sure me. they were moved too <laughs> Okay, so my favorite workout was yesterday, and it was a workout with Johnny, and it was a leg day workout, or as I like to say, a leg log day workout, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I never thought that I was going to be like this person that's like, oh, leg day, and you know, like, oh, it's like, I don't know, a leg day. I just didn't ever identify with 
a leg day person. I don't know. Like an upper body person. Right, right. Separating the days. Separating the days. Right. Right. I was never. Chest day, back day, leg day. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Leg log day. Yeah. And, but I, but I think that I have come into my own as I'm on this lifting journey that leg log day is my favorite. Can you explain as to why? Yeah. And I thought it would be like, I would like an upper body day more because I always really liked working out my shoulders. Mm -hmm. I think there's something, maybe it's because like you have easy to see like most definition in your shoulders when you're working them is like why I liked to look in the mirror and see that. But honestly, upper body day to me is, it's just, it's really not as fun. The, the power and the work is in the leg log, leg log day, which I think is why it's my favorite. It's the hardest. Like you are. Highest calorie burn, right? I don't give a fuck about calorie burn, but probably because your heart rate is up. You're, you're, you're dry. You know, the most output is coming from your legs, which anyone that's listening to this who has lifted at all in their life is like a uh, fucking duh, right? It's like very common knowledge and common sense. But it was just a good realization for me of like, okay, I got done with that day. And I was like, this is, leg log days it. are my favorite. This one in particular, so I'm on a strength program to increase my strength in trap bar deadlift. So what we're doing is like, uh, I get into it later in this episode too, actually. It's like five sets of five at 60%, five sets of three at 70%. And then yesterday was five sets of one rep at 80%. And so like the whole first part of my workout, the first 20 minutes of my workout, I'm just picking up the weight one time and putting it down and then resting, you know, two to three minutes in between. And it's great. It's like my favorite day. It's like you have, because you, you really have to focus on the form. To mentally zone in. To, to like be able to getting locked weight in like that. Like yeah. That. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the, it's so much coaching involved which I love. Like Johnny's like, okay, on that last one, like this is what you need to adjust or this is what you need to be thinking about or like try this technique. And so you get to like correct yourself or like take that feedback in every time. Johnny sounds like the man. Oh yeah, he is. He's great. Yeah, that's a favorite workout. What do you want to talk about? Well, I think I want to kind of talk about the crazy ride at the end of the season. I would love to hear about the end of the red season because I I think a lot of people would. We had a good, a good little run there for a minute, huh? Yeah. So we finally basically. I know nothing about sports. I care about the reds, honestly, only because you're involved in them. And I'm like, oh, if there's reds, I'm like, I wonder if what's House Robin's doing. (laughs) Like you're the one out there playing. I felt like I was the one out there yeah. playing at points. My stomach was in knots, yeah. especially watching the last two games in Atlanta. But basically, for people that don't know, and not that it really matters at the end of the day, the last time the Reds were even in the playoffs was 2013. It matters. So we had finally ended a stretch of consecutive losing seasons, which was a big deal. It is a big deal. And we were not producing that well at the beginning, if anyone was watching. And we got hot. And we got on this hot streak. And the team, I think, was in a groove and felt comfortable. And I mean, to go from spring 1.0 to be sent away, to come back, to have a weird condensed spring again and try to yeah. get your groove as a team. That's got to be so difficult. Like you, Because COVID hit when you were it, the, the middle of spring training, right? A couple weeks in. Right. And and then it was like, goodbye. Right. And we just didn't know. I don't think anyone knew no in the world knew. whether it was going to last. Are we going to be back in a week? Are we right. going to be back in two? Right. Um, but 
all in all, I think that for this season, it the Reds produced in a better way because it was almost like a sprint because it was only 16 games, 60, not 16, sorry, okay. 60 games That's rather than so many. a marathon. Yeah. It seemed to suit the team better, mm. which I also wonder if there'll be controversy whether the Rays or the Dodgers, which tonight, well, it won't be tonight when this episode airs, but oh yeah, it's- if the Dodgers take the game tonight, they win. But will it actually be honored throughout baseball history as winning the World Series in a condensed version? Oh my God, that's so weird. I'm just fascinated I, like, what... actually just forgot about like there's a World Series. I know. Well, hey guys, there's a World Series. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, when you were talking about them going to playoffs, it never dawned on me that, like, it's more in the World Series. Right. So when we clinched, which, um, if you don't know what that means. Which I don't. Most people would not. Um, essentially, that means that no other team can take the playoff spot or ranking due to the record. Mm. That it just means that you are locked in no matter what. Mm. You've, been, um, you've been placed in a seed. Yes. So... When we got to that point, we were in Minnesota and we had won a seven to two victory over the twins at Target Field. And it we were all just so antsy, the coaching staff watching that game, like this is it, this is our chance. And we were looking up other statistics of other teams that were playing oh that God. night. Oh God. To see it depended on who was winning and losing in other teams too for our ranking. Oh. And because of COVID. For instance, the Cardinals had a big outbreak, so they were 10 games behind us that they had to make up. What? So depending on where they landed would, you know, dictate where we landed. It, it was a mess yeah, because so many like games mess. were delayed. Um, but basically, too, in 2019, our coaching staff was overhauled, and there's a lot of controversy over David Bell, which I, he's a great human and he really shifted the team philosophy towards a more analytical approach. Mm. So I don't know if anyone has ever watched Moneyball, the movie with Brad Pitt. I actually think I have. About the Oakland I'm Athletics. I'm myself, but I think okay. I have. It's a, good, it's a really <laughs> yeah. good movie, yeah. whether think, you're into baseball right. or not. I think that's why I watched And I feel it. like yeah. it's depicted really well, actually, with the goings-on within mm. and behind the scenes of mm-hmm. baseball. Um, David is also a big advocate for yoga and meditation, which he practices himself. Ooh, cool. Love that. And the team spent a lot of money to get some higher end players and and pitchers. So, um, but after clinching that night, it was unlike any experience I'll probably maybe hopefully get to never, you just don't know experience again because people were hugging and smiling and laughing and Mm. crying and you pouring champagne all over each other. Champagne showers, beer showers. Sounds so fun. It was so fun. <laughs> it was also a little awkward too, as there is um, a, nu- a nutritionist uh-huh. who is also female. So there's only two females in that environment, mm. and you want to participate, but you also don't want to feel like you're impeding or stepping out of bounds. Oh, so there it was. There was. A, did you feel that? I did just because. Or like you wanted like the team to celebrate because it's like their victory. Right. But it's our victory sure, too. You're even though we're all little pieces. But yeah. there was a lot of watching for me at the beginning until I was pulled in and given a beer shower. Yeah. And, and then, then I like, felt okay, I'm in it. I was in solidarity yeah. with my teammates. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was interesting going from such a high to clinching and then realizing that we're heading to Atlanta 
the next day. Mm-hmm. Is this like game one? Game one, game one of the of wild card series. Wild card series. Okay. So game one, our pitching is excellent. Mm-hmm. And that game went on for 13 innings. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're a novice to baseball, there's nine innings technically. Thank you for that clarification. No problem. <laughs> no problem. So uh, it was zero to zero. And again, my stomach was in knots. And we had a lot of opportunities to potentially win that game. We, we juiced up the bases. They were all loaded mm-hmm. up, but we couldn't finish it. So we lost by one on game one for 13 innings, Damn. which was devastating. But I'm an optimistic person, and, and I thought, it's fine. We're going to get them tomorrow. We're going we're gonna to yeah, get them. Yeah, you got another game. Yeah, right. Okay. So I didn't even think of packing my belongings no, you can't. You can't no, pack prematurely. No, no, you can't. You have to hope what, for the best. Isn't there some saying about like it's not over in, in Until baseball it's over. or something? Something about baseball. There's there's definitely a saying about this. Someone call the voicemail and tell me what the saying about baseball is. Yeah. Like it's not. I don't know. It's not over until it's over. I, is Maybe? that a thing? I don't know. There's something about baseball. I it, don't know. Continue. So game two. My brain is fried right now. It's fine. Game two. <laughs> we are not succeeding in the way that we had hoped. And I would say somewhere around, and I, I, for game one, I decided to watch in the seats. And then I thought, oh, I've got to change it up. This is mm, bad luck. Right, like right, I was right. starting to get superstitious. Sure. So I went from cafeteria to gym, back outside a few times throughout the entirety of the mm-hmm. game. And I couldn't find the sweet spot. No. And then I would say <laughs> the bottom of the seventh, my boss turned to me and he just said, okay, you need to pack up your reformer. You need to call the woman to come get it in the morning and return any of your equipment to the gym. It's like this is it. Yeah. Before doomsday. the game was even like Yes. And then over. our clubhouse manager started packing up everything and you could just tell he was pissed and angry. Mm. And then no one started talking or looking at anyone. So it's like total opposite vibes of the of the time before that everyone's celebrating and complete cheerful. Opposite. And yes. And it's just like wah, wah, wah. So we lose, game over. Mm-hmm. David Bell gathers us all in the clubhouse to give a speech and to talk about defeat and how hard we tried and no yeah. one expected us to get to this point and it was very honorable and commendable on his part but again I this is where I'm probably 50% hippie but I'm a firm believer on feeling energy and yeah. I mean that energy could cut like a knife yeah. I wanted to get out of there as soon as I could because again no one would look or speak to one another. Oh, yeah. And I, I was the first person on the bus, aside from one of our taxi squad guys, which our taxi squad, again, this was a brand new um, system for COVID mm-hmm. because we didn't know who might be sick, who, mm-hmm. who would get injured. These were... So you were separating the players. Right. These yeah. were some players that were in um, a complex in Mason that... For them, and I sat down on the bus with one player in particular, and he just said, I'm really sad it's over, but I'm really happy because I felt like a ghost this entire season going Mm. on these trips and not being utilized. I mean, Mm. can you imagine? Yeah. You're just sitting back and watching but feeling like you can't participate. Yeah. So it was interesting to get his perspective. But then also we were able to shift to the conversation of, okay, the season's over, but what can we look forward to? And the first Mm. thing we decided on was not wearing a mask for 14 hours a day. Yeah, let's hope so. That Robin. was one thing. But then after that, so many of the players dispersed from Atlanta and I wasn't able to say goodbye to a lot of people and I didn't think that I didn't know. I thought yeah. we would all be going back on the same plane ride, which by the way, they made us leave the same night. So it's like, okay, you lost, you're out of here. 
Yes, it felt like a it felt like a breakup. Like get your yeah. shit and get out. Go. Wow. And uh, the last plane ride, there was very few people on there. I had some wine. I wanted to celebrate and go out with that little victory of enjoying some uh, yeah. staff members' company that I yeah. that I love. Yeah. So then I didn't leave my bed for three days. It really felt like a breakup. Understandable. Just that's ordered understandable. pizza and and didn't leave my bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a wild ride. It was, and it, that's all a- that was. I was consumed with yeah. for three or four right. months. Well, because we talked about this, right? Like you, you have to be serious about your job and serious about, you know, quarantine in the terms of like you, it's not really smart for you to be going out places that's not necessary right. because you're tested every day. You're around these players. Like there's a lot of it's entertainment. There's a lot of money on the line, not just for like your own job security, but like the players. Right. And the you respect of right. the health of others around me. And I yeah, didn't want to miss wanna work. That. And yeah. Uh, so it was pretty much your life for was, a while is the that point. It was my life. Like, so I feel I, like I I've been in you. this weird transition now of shifting as to what's next. Yeah. yeah. So what now? Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yes. It's fun stuff to come up. Yeah. Good for you. It's a crazy job that you have. It is a crazy job. Um, and I guess I will insert one more plug. Please do. I You can find me if yes. anyone wants um, private Pilates sessions again at the Breathing Room in Hyde Park. And I'm setting up my own little space at a – it's a performance space in Blue Ash called Black Sheep Performance. Oh, yeah. Past guest, Patrick Coyne. You guys yes. have listened to his episode. 11,000 square foot space. I will have one reformer there. That's great. I ordered what I feel like is the Tesla of reformers. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I'm also offering Thai yoga massage, which you've yes. experienced yourself. Uh, I cannot speak highly enough of Robin's Thai yoga massage. It is, it's transformative. Like you're, you leave your body is like, oh, what just happened in the best way? Like, oh my God, it's so good. I, I mean, feel like th- it's hard to describe. I feel it's like it's so I've- hard to describe, but like you're able to like stretch and massage at the same time. Right. So for those who are unaware, and you put your whole physical body into this, like, you, and and I think it's true as to why you've been so successful with these professional athletes, these big professional athletes. Like, you are getting in there. Yes. Like, and like elbows, your dance, palms. your dancing background, your magic background. Again, if you have not listened to Robin's episode, <laughs> go back and listen. She was fucking magician's assistant. It's insane. Like just the way that you're able to use your whole body as a tool your arms, your legs, your shoulders, like anything that you can to like work another person out. You have a very unique gift. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And you you said it very well, but for anyone who, who might not know, and I'm sure there'll always be more questions, you are in clothes, so it's unlike that in a traditional sense. Right. You're in yeah. comfy clothes. You're on the floor. I'm assisting you in stretches, and there's no oil. There's no lotion. Yeah. And there's... um. There's elements of yoga in it. There's times where you get to rest completely. But if anyone's interested, reach out to me. You can find me on my Instagram. Yeah, slide what's, in. what's your your handles, people? Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, underscore, underscore, Cohen, C-O-H-E-N. Great. Okay, so the thing that I want to talk about is we're going to answer some voicemails. Yes. So let's get to the first voicemail. Hey, Chrissy, this is Caitlin. What the fit fan girl? Just calling to say hi. I was on a what the fit walk this afternoon and just felt like I wanted to call in and share some thoughts. So I'm going to start with favorite workout of the week. Um, Ziad Razik, 
who I have learned was a uh, spin instructor elsewhere in the city, is now teaching at Define Rev in um, Oakley. And, oh, my goodness, it's so good. His music is amazing. He has this incredible energy. I am just so obsessed. He teaches Mondays and Sundays, and it's like a standard in my schedule now. I just, I love it. It's amazing. Um, And it always amazes me how much a cycle class kind of, like, kicks your ass. Um, It's the best feeling ever. So, yeah. And then I'm also Rachel Prison Pilates fan girl. I work the front desk at System of Strength, so I'm meddling though with everything that happens there. So I kind of consider myself to have fitness ADD, but I don't know. I love it. I love, I love just having fitness ADD. It's fun. So yeah. And then just a virtual voicemail high five uh, to you for what you said about having a goal unrelated to fitting into clothes with the work that you're doing with Johnny and whatnot. That like really struck a chord with me. So to that, I say bravo. And let's just make more people think like that. Maybe that's a like supplemental campaign to the toning campaign. Um, it's not about the pounds. It's about how you feel as a person. And I'm amazed that I can say that out loud because I've struggled with that concept a lot in my life. But honestly, screw it. Life is too short. You should eat the white chocolate peanut butter pumpkin, as Ellen said in her voicemail a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, that's all. Love the pod. Love the community. Thanks for bringing happiness into the world. Have a great day. Caitlin. Thank you so much for calling. This was an excellent, excellent voicemail. Do you have any initial thoughts, Robin? Well, I think it was a really thoughtful voicemail, first of mm-hmm. all. She was commending you and giving you all the accolades at what you do for our community and even the toning campaign and outside of that, just looking at bodies as bodies and movement as joy. Yeah, yeah. No, I I loved a, a couple points that she made one I love that she was on a what the fit walk when she called or she just finished that's great I perfect her the PSA that I didn't know I needed to hear is that Z I don't think you know Z I do not Mm -mm. so Z was the first guest to this podcast back in 2018 he is OG in the cycling world and to know that he is back teaching classes after leaving cycle bar is something that needs to be broadcasted to the whole. He's the best cycling instructor. And this is just inspiring me. I haven't been to a cycling class since pre-COVID. And even then it was like pretty sporadic. But cycling, like spinning, used to be a huge part of my fitness routine. I loved a spin class. I used to love it like too. Like the high intensity. I bought the spin shoes. The intensity, the music. And like when you get a good instructor behind the bike, that is just like, I've been like transported. I've like weeped in a spin class before. And Z is the one to make me weep. So I'm so happy to hear he's teaching at Define. I might just have to go see him. So that's great. Thank you for that alone. But also thank you for bringing up, you know, goals not related to fitness, performance-based goals, something mm-hmm. I've been preaching on here a lot lately. I guess like preaching is, is kind of sounds like a bad way to say it because obviously everyone live their truth and do what you want but you're committed to I think that changing the viewpoint I you know she made a comment and said that we need to make more people think like that I absolutely wish I could make people think exactly what I wanted them to think um 
But I think that any way that we can help influence mm-hmm. a way of thinking or offer a perspective that allows people to kind of, you know, explore a new way, that's great. And having performance-based goals versus goals about fitting into a clothing size is something I am definitely behind. What do you think? Yeah. I think on the first podcast you brought me on, actually, you asked, as you do, what does fitness mean to me? And as performance was my response, yeah. actually, at the time. How long I could hold a handstand for yeah. was one of them, which yeah. I'm still working on. If I could sure. do a pull-up, if I can lift heavier. Yeah. More than the aesthetic of how does my body look. Yeah. I actually thank my body all the time now. This is interesting. I look in the mirror naked, mind you, uh-huh. and I'm thanking my body for doing all of the work that it does for me on That's the daily so nice. that we're not even aware of. I know. Let alone digestion. I know. I or know. when you get a cold or... Yeah, like I ran into a parking barrier on my bike the other day and I <laughs> bruised up my knuckles and scraped them and my skin healed so quickly. Thank you, body. Thank you, mm-hmm. body. It's incredible. I love this concept of, of fitness ADD or like <laughs> just a, just that, just the thought of that alone. Um, I've definitely been there. I've absolutely had fitness ADD and I think if you're, you, you know, it sounds like you're loving it and you love bopping around, great, perfect. Not a season of my life, but I love it for you, Caitlin. I, I think I'm bopping around. Yeah, I um, love as I, far I, as used to dancing yeah. goes, but I think that's until I find my absolute space mm-hmm. where I want to be. But I'm new to Cincinnati still, so I'm exploring. But yeah, you got to that that other aspect of bopping around is out of my system for sure. Yeah, no, have the have the variety if that's what you're looking for. The energy from other people, that's great. Thank you so much for calling in, Caitlin. I appreciate you. Hi, my name is Jen, longtime listener, first-time caller. Uh, love your show. I think it's great. I really enjoy even when you're talking on your own without guests. I think, I mean, it's it's always been great. Um, my only uh, concern would be, or I should say suggestion, would be to maybe have more guests or topics for women like me who are over 40 and our challenges and struggles with body image and staying fit, um, that would be greatly appreciated. I'm dealing with a frozen shoulder right now, which is specifically in my age range that happens to women of 40 to 60. And uh, I think it would be great to kind of see how other women my age have dealt and tried to stay fit for this challenge. Thank you. Okay. Jen, thank you so much for calling in. I um, am a little concerned that your dog might be <laughs> getting into something in the background. No, in all seriousness, I love this voicemail. First of all, thank you, Jen, for validating me and my solo speaking on the podcast, something that sometimes I'm self-conscious about. And to know that it works for the listeners, that's great. I, that's that's what I need to hear. I need to hear, do you like it? Do you not like it? Lovely. Second, I don't even know if this is third, amazing feedback for me on podcast guests. I love it. And I listened to this voicemail when you sent it uh, before the recording. Uh, You sent it on Monday. We're recording on Tuesday. And I was just like nodding my head. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. We need some age diversity. I would love to hear from women over 40. So I actually have already reached out to, to two. I got two in my arsenal women over 40 that are in the the health and fitness world in Cincinnati that I want to reach out to and see if they have any interest coming on. So that's a great suggestion. And I take it very seriously. Thank you. What do you, what do you have to say about that, Robin? Well, now that I'm nearing my (laughs) forties, 
Um, Does that feel weird to say? It does feel weird. But even going back to how I spoke about performance and and what that means to me, that's where my mentality has shifted to mm-hmm. as I've gotten older. It's for me not about the aesthetic, but also frozen shoulder. She gave an example is a common theme. Do and you know what a frozen shoulder is? Well, you're, it sounds much like it is. The, the range of motion is stuck. Like, let's say you can't lift it beyond your shoulder height. Oh, my God. Or what, why would that happen? Well, there's a, a lot variety of reasons. of reasons that could happen. But perhaps she's had an injury that led to that or immobility. Now I'm afraid that I'm just going to get a frozen shoulder. I've got some Let's, shoulder stuff going on. Okay. We're, we're not going to be a hypochondriac. We're okay. fine. Okay. It's right. I'm moving it. It's but, but even... With that in mind, uh, and of course my brain goes to Pilates right away, working in a system where it was rehabilitation-based with Pilates as that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's true. It, it is different as you get older. Yeah. Things don't are not as lubricated or as mobile as they once were. And to find out, too, what is working for someone in their 40s that is different and shifted in their 30s. Yeah. Or I love this idea of like body image throughout the ages. What's yes. it look like? How does it change? How does it evolve? I'm hoping it's a there's a hopeful outcome, but also realistic in the fact that people, women, over the like it doesn't go away. Like you hit 40 and you're like, yep, I'm cool. I've got it down. I love every single part about how I look. You know, like that just doesn't happen either. It doesn't, but I also think that, and I can only speak from my experience, but but being now in my later 30s, I definitely am way more comfortable with who I am yeah. as a person. No, and I, my yeah. confidence has skyrocketed yeah. because I've spent yeah. more time with myself. Right, and you spent more time myself. in the body. Right. Yeah. No, so again, Jen, thanks a lot. We will get back to you on some age diverse <laughs> guests. This is great already. Hi, what's the fit? Chrissy and Robin. Kayla and Johnny. (laughs) I'm going to start over. Ignore that first part. Chrissy and Robin, Kayla and Johnny here. Um, We have a few questions for you, and Johnny's going to take it away right now. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Robin. Um, First question for Chrissy, are you – Team LA or are you team New York? And then Robin, I want to know from you since you are, I would assume team LA, I want to know how we can make Cincinnati a more fit city because that's why I love LA. All the people out there are so active and into different fitness styles. Let me know. Thanks. I think we need to overhaul our weather for that. Um, my question for both of you are, what are what is on your fall bucket list, fitness or otherwise? I feel like we had a few summer bucket lists going around, which of which I'm not sure we finished um, with swimming at Ziegler and um, what else was it? The steps at Nippert? I don't know. Would That could still be on the fall bucket list. My other question is, if either of you have any intel or recommendations on um, – Indoor UV or uh, vitamin D exposing light. I put this out on my story today, and I got some good replies on certain alarm clocks and things to put in your home as we hit this weekend, the little switcheroo on the clock. So if you guys have any insights on that, um, let's find out. 
All right. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to hear this week's episode and um, hear your answers. Okay. Bye. Love you guys. Thank you to you two for calling in. (laughs) I don't, we're going to see about how we end up editing that voicemail and maybe we will put the whole thing at the end of the episode so you can go back because oh my god kayla that was a hot mess so many giggles robin's sitting over here across listening to it like is she drunk i'm like no probably not it was last night at like nine a monday night at nine o'clock i don't think she was so kayla's bedtime yeah maybe were you on ambient delirious yeah Delirious you, before bed. Is Cincy Fit Booty calling the podcast on Ambien and leaving us voice messages? All right, so let's get into the questions. One first one's for me: L.A. or New York? From Johnny. Hmm. Okay, we're just gonna talk pre-COVID times because both of those cities, right now, in my opinion, are down the fucking shitter. And if you live there, you should just start moving inland. You should just start come to Cincinnati. This is how we make. This is how we make. Cincinnati more like LA is we just get everyone from LA to move to Cincinnati because your city is on fire and falling in the ocean and you, you and, said ra- and and raked with COVID cases. But before that, I think I would I am team New York. I am team New York. I just had this question. I mean, did I say New York? I meant LA. Yeah. I'm I LA. was looking at you yeah. perplexed. <laughs> Sorry. I just had this question because or just had this topic of conversation at the bar last weekend because I just, I have a new friend, shout out Haley, who just moved here from New York in May because of fucking COVID. I just have, I have another friend, Mike, who just moved here from LA in May. So they're like talking like New York, LA, and I just get to like chime in where I want. And they both had really good points for the other city. But um, I think ultimately I would pick LA for the wet, for the weather and I identify more with the people in terms of like a, a performative piece where I see New York is like, yeah, there are performers in New York for sure, obviously. But LA is a vibe or it was a yeah, vibe. Yeah. Right. We're talking pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my, my response is team LA. Okay, Robin, how do we make Cincinnati more fit like LA? Well, I would say we need a weather balloon, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a weather balloon. But speaking of the or fact, like a weather blimp, blimp, yeah. However, you change the weather. That's what we need to do. We also need closer hiking trails with that weather balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do need accessibility to great hikes. And right now, it, we're talking two and a half hours to the gorge for anything that's like mo- remotely resembling a California hike, which is still not. But the fact that California is under so many fires distress. and so much distress. Um, just I don't come th- to I, just come to Cincinnati. Yeah, this is it. This I think I left at the, at the proper time. Honestly, ironically, perfect We're, timing to leave. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is it, guys. I don't know. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Cincinnati is the new L.A. L.A. <laughs> it's the new Fit City. It's the new It City. It's the new Liddy City. Liddy City. I know. I've got. I don't I like know that. what's happening. Um. Okay. So then the other question was Kayla's fall bucket list. I have two items on my fall bucket list. One is fitness, one is non-fitness. First, fitness related is I want to do a 10-mile hike at the gorge. So normally we've been hiking, we've been at about a six to eight range. Uh, seven are when my lig logs know that it's about time to call it a day. So I think like that t- extra three miles, that a 10-miler, I think that will really 
push me, challenge me, but is like still attainable and doable. I have to pack some trail sandwiches. Camel, yeah. camel so that, back. Yeah, for, for sure. Mm-hmm. We'll take one of those on like a six mile. So you don't have to like carry a water bottle, you know? No. Uh, okay, so that's a fall that's a fall bucket list item. And then my second one that's not fitness related, that's happening tomorrow. So the, this will, the podcast will already be out, but I'm going to carve pumpkins. That's on mine too. Yeah. Even though it's so laborious, I really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I probably will give up and make <laughs> someone do it. But pumpkin seeds or something. Yeah. I just, and I will drink like my one seasonal pumpkin beer of the year during that time. And then that will be it. I love pumpkin everything. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Ellen Whitney, she just sent me a pumpkin cookie recipe today. And I said, yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. Okay. All in. Yeah. She can make that for sure. Did she send it to you to like, should I make this? I don't know if she was tantalizing me or. Oh. But. Yeah. No pumpkin things. Okay. What's on your fall bucket list? Anything? So one I just actually hit up. I went to two wineries in Kentucky. First of all, did you know there's an app called KY Drink? Nope. And when you pulled the app, there was at least 20 different wineries. Clearly, the breweries are also spread on the map. And if you go to five wineries in the day, somehow you get a free gift. I did not make it to five. Ooh. But I went to Brianza Winery, which was in Salem, Kentucky. It's about 30 minutes away from downtown. And then the other one was called Elk, which Mm. apparently is a popular one. That's about an hour drive. Mm. So they weren't super close in proximity, but I had done quick research, wanted to get out, see the crispy fall leaves and have some wine. And they have, um, both of these wineries had two different reds that kind of were infused in bourbon barrels. Interesting. So they have a very interesting taste to them. Okay. Wow. So pumpkins, winery. I would love to do apple picking if anyone knows where to go. So I heard there's no apples this year or something Mm. like that because of a late frost that we had in May. You can also ask Sincee Fit Foodie when she's not drunk or on ambient if she (laughs) crazy voicemails at 9 p.m. No, I love it. Thank you for calling in, both of you. I hope this doesn't discourage you from calling in the future. (laughs) We want to hear from you. Want to hear from all of you. 513-268-6089. Call in the voicemail. Say what's up. Talk to um, me or whoever the the guest co-host is. We really appreciate you. I think we can skip the wild card. We got a lot of great. Yeah, we've we've, we've had, had a lot, lot of information. Great. Totally this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for coming back. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. All right, we're gonna go talk to Tara T. Breezy. My guest today is a graphic designer, accountability coach, fitness nutrition specialist, and group fitness trainer at both Shred Four Fifteen and Solid Core. She's lost over 100 pounds, but gained the confidence to stop living life on the sidelines. She believes fitness is freedom and wants everyone to know you are unstoppable. Please welcome Tara Volman. All right. That was amazing. Thank you. Here we are. (laughs) Yes. Like I said, when you walked in the door, I'm so excited to see you. I'm so excited to chat with you. Since I met you at the Booty Boost panel the women's empowerment panel even before then of course I like saw you on the gram as we know Instagram does not like give the full picture and I'm I'm guilty of that too I'm working on that well we can definitely talk about it because I think it's like I, I don't know if I just don't even know my thought about it like what is the whole picture that we not everyone deserves to see it either like I agree you know your whole life isn't just up for consumption that's true I like the idea, of course, of like not just sharing the highlight reel, but also like 
if you're struggling with something, I think that, you know, there's power in that vulnerability. But also some shit just isn't anyone's business. Agree. Agree. It's such a fine line. And <laughs> deciding. And especially a platform like Instagram. Like, yeah, you can do videos and you can do pictures, but even then that's short. Like you it's difficult right. to get like a podcast, for example, is I think kind of the opposite of that. Like we can have an hour conversation mm-hmm. and people then are really going to be able to have a better idea of yes. like who you are for as a sure. person versus like a fucking grid with yes. little pictures on it. That's why this excites me so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> yeah. great. So I had seen, you know, a little bit, little snippets here and there, um, then got a little bit more at the panel. And so I have like a long list of items to get through topics that right. I just want to like chat about I'm like this is going to be like girlies time chatting yes we share a lot of similar interests we're talking about eating right before this um but before we get into those topics how did you get started on this wellness path you have 75 jobs 75 yes you lost <laughs> over 100 pounds which is incredible how did that all come to be so well it's a lot um it's I lot. have been overweight my entire life um I had um family who's really into taking care of themselves eating well all kinds of stuff so my family's always been super fit I was doing like workout videos at home with my mom when I was like five like funhouse funk or something like that so I can totally relate yeah aerobics my grandma had the Richard Simmons okay perfect aerobic tape I Mm -hmm. think I was probably like 10 yeah like going to the Weight Watchers meeting yeah same girl yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. we probably were there together fun times yeah so I've done all that um and I played sports some you know, all that got to high school and then no more sports because I went to a really big high school. Mm. So I wasn't making the Cincinnati? teams. Yeah. Um, I went to Lakota oh, up in okay. Westchester. So, okay. so um, that that's kind of when things went got even worse, I guess. Because you, you didn't say. have like an organized way to do yeah, fitness. Exactly. Um, so and no one teaches you how to work out on your own as an individual. I had no idea. No. My dog, would, my dad would be like, go walk the dog like for an hour or two and come back. I'm like, Okay, um, so I would go outside and sit on a rock and then come back an hour later. So they were like trying and like very... Meditation maybe? Yeah, meditation. Really? I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, right. Um, they were very gentle about it and oh, that's kind. Funny. And um, yeah, so nothing about that. But I just, I couldn't get my, I couldn't get my shit together. Mm-hmm. So um, what happened? I went to college. That sure definitely didn't oh, help. Yeah. So um, and then I got engaged and I was like, this is this is it. Like, if this doesn't change me, I don't know what will, because I'm about to stand. Shredding for the wedding. Shredding right? for the wedding, exactly. The most powerful weight loss supplement yes. that exists in the world. So you would think. You would think. So it didn't happen. I'm like, oh, man. And I'm trying. I'm trying, I thought. Yeah. Um, and what were you using as, like, resources or guides to help with weight loss? I think at that time, I was going to Weight Watchers, maybe. Okay. And then I had a treadmill. Okay. Um, doing stuff at home. So I think that's about it. Maybe some group fitness, but nothing. It wasn't as big as it is right now. Right. So that How was old not, are you? I'm 34. Oh, okay. Great. So yeah, I was like 28, 20, something like that. So I did that. So then I went after that, I went to my doctor and I'm like, hey, I'm like close to 300 pounds at this point. I'm mm. like, nothing's working. What do you suggest? L- looking for an answer. Um, and he was like, I guess weight loss surgery, like well, not very helpful. Oh, and he was like, try focusing on your eating for six more months and come back and we'll reevaluate. But he just says focus on your eating. Like, what does that mean? Right. I know. Exactly. So obviously I'm not getting it. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I did that and well, I heard him say that and I'm like, no, no, nothing against it. But I'm like, I don't, that's not for me. Like 
I know I can do this. Mm -hmm. I know I can do this. And I'm like, do not do medical stuff. I'm not going under the knife if I can avoid it. I that's don't. That's crazy that that's the first suggestion. Yeah. It, like, I mean, and not even a point in the direction of like, okay, maybe a doctor, I understand they're trained on something specific. Cool. But like, can we get set up with the nutritionist? Like what? Right. What, yes. What, anyone that a, a might little know hand, what please. the fuck they're doing yeah. here? Exactly. Yeah. So that, I don't know, that, that left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't know what was going to happen from there though. So my mom, who's big into fitness, she's a gym hopper. Um, so she hops around. But anyway, she was yeah. at going to a fitness studio and invited me about 22 times. I said, uh -huh. no. Right. I'm like, I'm not going. If boutique fitness. Have to. I was like, I'm not going. I can't wear my headphones. Like stupid stuff like that. Oh, I was I was I pulling stuff out of that out of my ass basically. <laughs> I need to listen to my own music. Yeah, I'm like I can't, I, I'm, I can't possibly work out. With exactly, your music. that's ridiculous. So anyway, what do you think was really going on? Where you just like didn't intimidation? Want to get, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even as a fit person or like a trainer, it's intimidating going to a new gym. It, yeah, absolutely, it's, it can it's, be. It's so well, uncomfortable. You always say you like I don't know like where do I get the towels? Who do I, am I sitting in someone's spot? Right. Like what? When Everyone's friends in the class. Right. Do yeah. we stay silent? Do we talk? Mm -hmm. you know, I, where do I, the biggest anxiety, where do I park? Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Especially now with COVID, where do I stand? I where right, do I, yeah. Right. I, I can't even imagine. I wouldn't even deal with it now. Yeah. But definitely pre -COVID not. Pre-COVID times. I would get, I'm consider myself a very confident person. I love trying new gyms, but that first time in there, oh, you're just I know. Like, Same. it's like the first day of school. Mm -hmm. It's awful. You're like, I just tell myself, pretend like you know what you're doing. Fake it to me. Walk it. around like Fake okay. it to yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like walk in a complete circle. You're like okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just checking out the blaze. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I went and I left, and I'm like, that I kind of want to go back. What kind of fitness was it? Uh, this was interval training. Okay. Yeah. So like a boot campy thing. It was Orange Theory. Oh, it was yeah. Orange Theory. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, okay, Orange okay. Theory. There you go. <laughs> Orange Theory. So I know that place. Yeah. I was like, I kind of like that. I'm gonna go back. And I'm like, okay, if you're wanting to go back, that's a good sign. Yeah. So um, I ended up signing up and went back. And uh, one of the trainers there kind of took me under her wing oh, and nice. was like. Was it the Orange Theory in Westchester? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she's since my very good friend now, but she worked out with me um, outside of the gym for very small cost. So you were doing Orange Theory and then also doing like private yeah. sessions with her. Three times a week I was strength training amazing yes and then going to orange theory five yeah wow. so i'll get to that yeah okay. it's a lot i can't wait to talk about <laughs> someone going to orange theory for five days a week. yeah it's outrageous um so i also understand yeah it's addicting and like i think too when you just like to start your day off with exercise you and that's what you know it's sometimes like going for a walk doesn't seem like enough yeah um which it totally once, is once you get into that mentality yes where it, it's almost like you're, you know your body now, okay, like it's physically capable of doing it, but just because you can doesn't mean you should. Oh, man. And I'm coming. Speaking, it's hard. I was at Orange Theory for four years. I was a founding member over at Newport. Mm -hmm. And when I first started going, I mean, I was probably like averaging four days a week, three to four days a week. And even that with that type of exercise, like that's a lot. It's so, yeah, it's so strenuous in your body. And yeah. I mean, everything, I don't, I was definitely not recovering. <laughs> no, yeah. right. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but so I did that and she helped me with, she gave me my macros and nutrition. Okay. So, so that's how you got like on a nutrition plan. Yes. Okay. She didn't, she wanted someone who was, she wasn't going to have to babysit through it. She just said, here, this is your number, follow this. So 
not a lot of check-ins, but still I, I knew that I had to go follow up with her because I met her so many times a week. Yeah. Um, Did you, was she just giving you like numbers, goals to hit mm-hmm. and you could decide what the food was? Yes. Okay. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. So I did that and that seemed to work for me. At the time I was um, working for a craft beer distributor. So I did a lot of traveling with them and a lot mm-hmm. of drinking. So it was like sure. perfect for me to, I found a lifestyle to maintain my social life, my work life. Cause I, I like to go out on the weekends. Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and still like lose weight. So you would kind of just, okay, you knew that you'd be out drinking beer. You're like, I know a carb count in the beer. So then oh, I'm- I didn't know. I don't count that. Oh, okay. okay no, okay. I d- on the weekends I said, forget it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because I mean, technically you could. Oh, I could. Yeah. But that's kind of, I'm not going to get to drink in. enough probably. So <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Touché, but and like with a craft Sarah. beer I would have like one and a half and be out right you know um and I was on these work trips and there wasn't a lot of I you ate what you were offered and exactly. you drank what you were offered exactly. so I mean anyway you so, don't be that girl that's like no I have my grilled chicken to right microwave yeah in the which is totally fine too but that wasn't me and yeah I was yeah. so no, that, if that's you absolutely good yeah for you. I can't Season's say I've never done it but it's just that I don't want to live like that mm-hmm. so completely um so anyway, that lady took me under and I just was rolling. I don't know what happened. It just but worked for you. Find like a groove. Yeah. It yeah. took me about two to three months to find a groove. Okay. And then I was, and then it just, it was almost effortless as long as I showed up. So those first two to three months when you say finding a groove, like what did that feel like? I cried every single day. Oh. Because okay. nothing was happening. And oh. I'm like, I'm almost 300 pounds. How is nothing happening? I'm eating grilled chicken, doing Orange Theory. Please, God, send a message, you know, yeah. send a dove because nothing's working. <laughs> send, <it>. a dove. <laughs> send a dove because uh, I mean, it's so stressful. I could call my mom every morning. Like, like, what is wrong? Yeah. What? Why? I'm why? putting in so much work. I'm seeing no results. Yep. And I know people can get really frustrated with that. I've been in that place before. At the time, I was working harder, not smarter. But it sounds like you, you yeah. are doing high intensity interval, interval training, eating the way that you should. Mm-hmm. And plus since you're already overweight, you would think this is just going to kind of like start to come right. off. Right. Like, I imagine. Yeah. It was, I don't even know why I kept going. Cause that's usually when I would quit, but I kept going for some, probably cause I had her watching my, my back. Yeah. Um, she's your dove. Yeah. She's the dove. She's you're right. Dove. Oh yes. You're so right. <laughs> Ugh. See, you just got to look for it. Yeah. Quit yeah, pushing yeah. it away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My dove, Andrea. So thank you. <laughs> Shout out Andrea. Dove. Shout out to Andrea. Um, yeah. So then it just kept rolling and I kept, just going. So when my time with her ended, um, it, our schedules just got too conflicted and I just went to lift on my own or with friends. So, okay. um, I kind of took that into my own hands and, hmm. You're still doing Orange Theory? Yeah, I did it for three and a half years. Okay. 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 When did you start to see like a pretty significant weight loss? When did it start coming off? Uh, I want to say I lost like 50 pounds or 60 in a year. Okay. It took a little bit of time, like yeah. three months. I was probably down 20 or something. Yeah. I, it took some time. But like I said, I drink on the weekends. I ate on the weekends. Right. Um, I would try to change like one meal a day to just not worry about what I'm eating Yeah. or change one thing on my plate, something like that. Small changes where I was still being mindful, Yeah. but not completely um, but like you're not gonna disregarding. Give up what you want. I'm not. Yeah. 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 I'm a super extrovert social person. That's what I want to do. And yes, you can have fun if you don't drink, but I have more fun when I do. And yeah. so no, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, girl. I was I was like, <laughs> yeah. this is just me. So yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, that's that was how I got rolling. Okay. So then once you were like kind of in this 
fitness lifestyle. Like I've seen you kind of talk about on Instagram of like, yes, like the weight loss is one thing, but the mental shift yeah. and what you gain mentally. So I almost feel like I had two different journeys, like yeah. a weight loss journey and then two mental journeys. Yeah. Okay. But the weight loss one, like I was just shocked at what I could do. So that mental part was like, dang, you know, like if you just push yourself a little bit each time, you can, you can get somewhere. Yeah. And that was very powerful to me. Um, it also translated into my personal life. Like I can do anything. Mm. Um, so matching up these timelines. So I was married Mm -hmm. and to a really, really great guy, Yeah, which, um, it it was hard, but like, anyway, we didn't do marriage perfectly. So things kind of shifted. No one does. Yeah. And I was kind of putting all my effort into this one thing that I've been wanting my entire life. Yes. And so we just kind of went down different paths and, um, he tried really like we both tried to make it work. We went to therapy, all kinds of stuff because I'm like, what's wrong with me that this good guy isn't enough. And so it was awful. That's really hard. It was so awful. And I'm like, Tara, like something's wrong. You have everything and you're not happy. So that's what really led me to more mental, like going to see a therapist, um, all that. So anyway, we got, we got divorced. We were separated for about a year and a half Mm. and then got divorced. But, um, my family was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like no one was happy with me. No one really spoke to me. They said I I had an attitude problem, which I probably did because I knew they didn't agree. But so I was pretty much on my own for about a year. Like just, I was fighting for me and no one understood and I couldn't articulate it to anybody. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, deuces. I'm I'm happy that you brought this up and are willing to talk about it because I feel we haven't ever explored the topic or talked about divorce on the podcast before and I know that it's something a lot of people go through and it's a serious traumatic life event Mm -hmm. and especially in a situation like yours where like you say this was a great guy like he didn't do anything wrong I didn't do anything wrong like our paths diverged right and I just think that I'm happy to like have more conversations where people are are talking about those situations because I know there are, are probably people out there that are yeah. in the same boat and you just don't hear about it a lot at all. And the minute I the say something, people are like, oh, or not everyone, but like it opens the door for people to be like, oh, you're not perfect or you know what I mean? Not that I right, present that. It's but- like a very, a very clear um, indicate like I, I, yeah, I failed at something. Yes. Right. Which I don't do usually. <laughs> right. But it also I, I just saw... Meriden of Quidwell posts this to her Meriden mental well-being page. I don't know if you follow mm-hmm. her, but if you're into mindfulness meditation at I all. I probably like, liked it already. She's <laughs> she's great. Yeah. But it said something about like like marriage is hard, but staying in an unhappy marriage or yes. like an unfulfilling ma- marriage, like that's harder. Like, right. That's not the strong man, like great push through it. Op- it's your fucking life. Right. Yes, for sure. And that's how I felt. I'm like, I felt like I was on the sidelines and I had so much more to do. And I could not have a good marriage trying to pursue what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, I don't think your story is uncommon about like people finally kind of getting in touch with themselves mm -hmm. and focusing on themselves for the first time and taking control of their life and a partner, you know, not really being able to either like keep up or, and I'm not saying this is your situation or people get jealous or people like feel like they're being left out of their own partner's life because they're focused on themselves. They're not probably all of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, it was, I had a really rough probably year and a half just with my family stuff. And like my family loves him to death. They still hang out, which I took like, 
I've told them that's fine. Yeah. Um, oh, but it's just be a little bit. Teeny, yeah, it's just weird. Teeny, and tiny bit hard. Yeah, it's just I'm like, okay, well, don't talk about anything I I don't approve of. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it was just I had a rough time. But honestly, so I was at the gym working out, of course, because I have a. I like to stay busy to push mm-hmm. off trauma. You know how that goes. So again, preaching to the yeah. choir. <laughs> so, um, which I've discovered. Uh, but so I was at the gym and I ran into somebody who worked at Lululemon. Yeah. And he was like, you should apply. It was last year's seasonal. And I was like, okay. Because at this time, oh, let me rewind. Please. I got um, certified to teach fitness. Got a job at a gym. Okay. And what kind of sparked that? You were like, I'm really into this. I might as well try to make this like a. Yeah. Well, I want to be Stop. what some what Andrea was for me to someone. Oh, so yeah. that like I'm like this is this is what I got to do. Yeah. So I got that. I started a job in a gym. It was awful. And while you're still a designer, yeah. So okay. yeah. So I um yeah it I got all awful. that. It was awful. <laughs> like a big box gym. Um no. No. I don't want to get into details. No, yeah, we don't. But have it to. was the most um, negative, dramatic, like drama. Mati- I mean, malicious. Oh. Um, it was, and I was at a really unstable point in my life. Sure. And so need that kind for of them to be breaking me, not them, it was, it was just a, a person or two, but just, I was like, I can't be around this. My energy is being consumed and I'm out. So, at, wow. so at this point I've quit my full-time job to take this gym job. Oh, wow. Okay. So you left behind a stable yes. career yes. in design, yes. graphic designer. Yes to go work for this gym yeah shit show oh man <laughs> so That's i was a there lot happening it was a lot you. that's why people were like i don't know girl you do <laughs> you well i can't even give you advice you got to go through the fire oh man. i did oh yeah <laughs> came out some people were dumping water on me all the time <laughs> but um so anyway i was there for three months and i'm like i'm out quit no job so, so now you, i have nothing you're divorced yeah no lonely job. poor <laughs> yeah and you're like all right i need another dove yeah a do- yeah second dove please yes come <laughs> down again <laughs> come down again baby so yeah i mean but I, I was like i can't live like this there there's no way i'm going anywhere good yeah and um so yeah so you took the job at lululemon yes so the yeah. dove the guy the he was another dove crunch yeah he was at crunch Perfect. we got another Lifting on deck. second dove yeah so he told me to go there so i did and that was the best thing for me at that point in time Lululemon is just so great. I mean, the, the 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 values and stuff with the company and the put you through the culture. Everybody there is is good energy. Yeah. I mean, you you are told when you show up, you bring that energy. Yeah, you're responsible for that. So, um, it was such a good place to be surrounded by when I needed something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so which is just it's all coming to full circle. That's how I met Jess, which yes. is how I got hired at Shred. Yes. And then Shred has just kind of. I worked at Solid Core, but Shred is more my training style. Got it. Um, as far as intervals and um, energy, mm-hmm. um, that kind of training, because that's yeah. what saved me. Right, 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 so, right. So, um, and Shred's put me on a whole new level, just as far as like believing in myself again. Yeah. So this is the second mental journey, is like co- post COVID. Mm. Shred. Um, when did so when when did you get divorced what's the timeline like from you getting divorced to taking the lululemon job to like then starting at shred um probably six months in between everything okay okay if that so makes this is like fairly recent oh yeah 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 it's pretty new yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's fresh um so where was i 
I don't even know. Shred kind of building you. Yeah. So you back up again. Second like, mental journey. Yeah. All these people. COVID. Yes. Thank you. All these people at Shred are like, you're so motivating. You're so encouraging. And I'm like, hmm. So on my, on my COVID walks every day. Yes. I'm like having these, like, what am I going to do with this? Like too many people are telling me I have something and I'm not using it except for that one hour oh, at the gym. God. And I'm like, how can I use this to help people reach their goals? Yeah. Like and this, this is great, but I, I can do more than this one hour workout. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so then I'm like, well, what Andrea do, like what changed me? And it was accountability, mm. knowing some, knowing someone was going to be checking up on me or, yeah. um, that, and then nutrition inf information, really accountability with nutrition. Yeah. I think most people know kind of what to do. Yeah. It's just doing it. It's hard. Yeah. Um, it is. It's, it's so why I think it's so important to have a coach. Yeah. I, like that has been my like 2020 path of redemption is that I've I don't want to say finally but I had this realization of like you don't have to figure all this stuff out on your own right use your resources and there are people that this is their job yeah like when something goes wrong with my plumbing I don't try to fucking figure right. it out on my own yes I don't know why it's so it's 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 hard for us to understand that though you know uh, yeah I don't know if it's the fact that people just don't want to believe that they're worth an investment or probably or that subconsciously they, yeah. yes or that they haven't had the experience of how much velocity you have when it comes to success when you're working with a coach yes i agree like with that yeah too. you can you you can absolutely reach your goals on your own it's not impossible but you could do it so much faster right when someone's there much more intentional yeah yes to mm -hmm. like help you and lend their expertise like that's what they're doing all day long that's their profession yes exactly so i'm a i'm a huge advocate coach man. for coach yeah, yeah yeah i agree and i so redemption plan is that you just called it your redemption your yeah. redemption yeah so my 2020 redemption was coat when COVID happened everything i defined myself by was taken away mm. and so i oh. had no distractions anymore so like i thought i was doing well so because then you you weren't coaching or nope. you weren't you hadn't even started because they didn't yeah. open until last. I had no jobs. You had no jobs. I had no jobs. I had no gyms to go to. I had no bars yes. or social life. Yes. I had so everything I thought that made me feel like I was doing okay was taken, and I was like, wow. "Damn, I'm not okay." Wow. Yeah, that's serious to think about when yeah. people, and like when people don't have that sense of purpose, like what comes out of that, right? Right. And I thought I did. Yeah. But then I was really. Well, I, not even like internal sense of purpose, but like literally no job. Like, oh, that yeah. Is a huge oh, no deal. job. Yeah. Something so simple that every right. day we complain about, every single day I yes. complain about my job. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't have it, like, that's a huge part of my identity. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So then my bed was my identity, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. What did you do during, during, during quarantine? Like, how did you stay, keep like a small semblance of sanity? um walks, walks. Yeah. yeah um someone um a guy that i know did some workouts um on the uc track a couple times a week oh, so i nice. would go do those um but yeah other than that i mean nothing tough. yeah yeah and i had stuff at my house to work out i just couldn't like i was not into it i'm a I'm, i like to be around people yeah so no i know that's like one of the things i wanted to talk about with you so we can just take like a little side yeah. detour to chat about it I think you had posted something recently about <clears throat> how you weren't good at pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, like alone. Mm -hmm. And I am so feeling that. So I work out with my strength coach, Johnny, 
three days a week. And he's like, if you're, you're doing these strength workouts three days a week, like you're set for the week, however else you want to incorporate fitness the rest of the days, like that's up to you, however you feel. Mm -hmm. And Ashley, who I'm working with nutrition is like, you need to have one full rest day. Like a rest day is like 9,000 steps rest day. Yeah. She told me that I was like, (laughs) yeah, I don't even know if I have ever, if I get 9,000 step days. Right. But I'm trying, I'm, I'm listening, right? I'm like, Mm -hmm. there's, there is value here. I want to really be mindful and intentional. I have a some fitness goals that I really want to accomplish is what I have to do. But I was feeling the need to just do a workout that was going to get my heart, just like a heart pumping cardio type of workout. So I have a membership at the Y. So I went to the Y. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some like intervals on a treadmill. And I love intervals on a treadmill when it's like an orange theory or a shred. Yeah. I fucking live for it. Yes. It's the best. And I like get there. And I'm like, this is like, I, just can't yeah it's not the same at all it's not the same Mm -mm. and when I was during quarantine I did system of strength workouts yeah in my living room but even then that was like someone was telling me what to do like the instructor on the screen was telling me what to do so I still had this sense of like I will show up for this virtual no one that doesn't know I exist but like if she's gonna tell me to do fucking burpees, then I will do it because she's telling me to do it. Good for you because I think I paused at that point. (laughs) I think back on that like quarantine self and I'm like, who was she? Yeah. It is truly remarkable. Agreed. What the mind is capable of doing because I never, if you would tell me right now, like you have to go do these workouts and I'd be like, I guess if it it was, but it was truly the only option. Mm -hmm. So like you may do what you may do. But what I'm kind of getting around to is do you have any recommendations or resources for like hit workouts where people are like telling you what to do if I need if I have to like go to a gym and like do my own honestly I've really enjoyed the peloton, the peloton running. running how does that work what's that like um it's in your ears yeah or you like I would set up my iPad so oh, you can watch okay. them on, okay. on the treadmill and they give you your intervals you can kind of choose if you want 15 20 30 40 different minutes um, or lengths of classes mm-hmm. and they will tell you rolling hills or you know in- okay. intervals or stuff like that okay is but it yeah. kind of similar to like a shredder or, yeah mm-hmm. where they're like okay two minutes at you know, whatever pace yep. or like whatever okay peloton does a really good job at connecting i don't know how like i look up to them tremendously but yeah like i leave their things and i'm like oh my god and they do it virtually which right. is insane how do they do yeah, it? yeah i don't know they're it's it's amazing do they have a playlist? Yes, it's on. Yeah. Okay, so it's all part of mm-hmm. it. Okay, yeah. that's helpful too. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's not. It, it's not that great. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but you got to, sometimes if I only find a one 20 minute run, which is probably never going to happen, but, and it's too, I yeah. don't know. Uh, ACDC. Yes, okay. right. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you feel me. Um, yeah, so, okay. but yeah, it's my, by far my favorite. Do you pay for, a, do you have to pay for it? Yeah, it's, but it's like $12 a month. Okay. And they have meditation, they have stretching, they have, okay. um, like, I'll use the app to cycle in my gym at my apartment. Um, so, like, okay. just kind of different stuff. All right. That's helpful. Because I'm just great. trying to stay moving at some, you know. Right. Like, that's, I just needed to, like, get my heart rate up. Yeah. And, you know, like, I didn't want to go kind of drop into a class. Right. And pay an extra $25 when yes. I have this membership that I'm paying for and barely use. 
So that's yep. where I am. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would so highly you, recommend the Peloton. Okay. Okay. But you, you feel similarly about not being able to push yourself. By oh yourself? yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can weight lift. I mean like strength training, I can push myself pretty good, but cardio, no. I wonder what that is. I don't know. It's just so easy to stop. I get, I'm better. Yeah. I'm better at pushing heavy weight than my lungs capacity. Yeah. I don't know. I but don't- I was thinking about that today. We did like 10% incline at a jog and I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> Because you can so easily be like, right. I'm turning I was off. At, I'm my now. lungs were miserable. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know why I was doing it. <laughs> I know I have like absolutely been to the point, and I this maybe is not recommended, but I can remember like doing like all out shit or whatever, and I'm like, I'm gonna vomit. Yeah, I'm yeah. dizzy, and yeah. it says clearly on the treadmill if you feel dizzy, <laughs> please hold help. Yeah. Yeah. Get off the. Tre- I mean, I'm just would be like. Keep pushing. Right. You're gonna die. You got Keep this. going. Mm. Well, that's what I always say. I'm like, your um your mind will give up before your body. Like, I hope that's true today. I know. <laughs> Wait, I want I do want to get back to the okay, so like five orange theories a day and weightlifting three a times week. a week. Yeah. 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 So that's what um COVID kind of helped me create a new habit, new pattern of yeah. Um, something that's much more sustainable. Yes, because that's the thing. It wasn't. It's, it wasn't. It's not sustainable. You are never going to be able to keep that up. Yeah, I, you know, I've been there. It's yeah, like a two a day, a, a whatever it is, and like, yeah, you can, mm-hmm. you can in that moment do it, but it's not good for you. I'm, no. you know, yeah, you're not. You're it especially especially if you don't have a goal behind it. Yeah. If you're just doing this and acting out of this like impulse of likely like I don't feel good enough, so I have to turn to these exercises to be like, okay, well at least this I did this really hard thing. Yeah. But, like that's not coming from a place. Mm-mm. Like I get it. I mean, if you you have a goal, you're whatever it is that you're working towards, and it requires like you put in a lot of work. Yes. But even just most most people, I would argue, who are going to group fitness group fitness classes, they might not have a, a, a performance based goal, Mm-mm. and so then it's like, what are you what are you doing this for? Right. So you're Aesthetics. just killing yourself. Yeah, I, know. I don't know. Yeah, when I lost a hundred pounds, I once I hit that, I have had no goal, and I don't. I still don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Now it's more performance based, like with my strength training. I'll, yes. I work on that. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to ask. Yeah. Do you have any goals that you're working toward right now? Um, I'm not very good at a conventional deadlift, so I'm working at it. Oh, yeah. I'm just there's just a lot of muscles engaged, and it takes a lot of concentration yeah. for me. And so that's my that's my new goal: get better at that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, conventional deadlift is just like straight legs, bar like down and. It's where your knees are bent at the bottom. Knees and, are bent at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. I do a trap bar deadlift. But your knees are bent at the bottom, right? My knees are bent at the bottom and I, st- I pick it. Yeah. I pick the weight up. Yeah. 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 That's the same with um, the conventional. conventional deadlift, just with a barbell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure the biggest difference between the two. Have you used a trap bar before? Mm-mm. It's really cool. Yeah. You just like, it feels like a very natural place. Yes. I've moved one before and I liked it, but I've never used it myself. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is very natural. You're right. Because that's the thing. Conventional deadlifts is very unnatural to me. Yeah. I'm like, what? I love that movement and I love progressing with that movement. That's like my big goal movement is the trap bar deadlift. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick up 300 pounds before the end of the year. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. Yes. Um, it sounds insane when I say it, but we're just going to put it out into the and universe. Don't you think it's crazy too? Like you go each time and like you get better, even it's, though it's 
It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how it works. I'm mean, right. I just think it's bizarre. like you show up and give a little bit each time and then it's a result. Right. No, that's been the best thing. I'm like, I'm literally like, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do what I'm told and I'm mm-hmm. going to do my very best. Yeah. And then it works. Yeah. I know. Like, like how crazy. in the hell did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. But I liked what you said too about, and it's so how do you work out now and like what's your favorite form of exercise before I ask this next question or not um, form of exercise but like type of training my big focus now is strength training mm-hmm. um cardio not as much as it used to be yeah so just because like I said my goals have shifted and yeah. I'm not finding a lot of goals in cardio yeah no I um, yeah I mean you can absolutely have no that. I did yeah faster like I was training miles. for a half before it was supposed to happen in March Oh. right when COVID so that was like a running goal so I was going a lot to yep. interval training that but so it's yep. kind of switched right now um but yeah I'm I'm like doing back squats front squats and deadlift, mm. like just the basic stuff yeah. but it's funny like like you were talking about you'll do random things that you don't understand how they go with that that, that functional mo- yeah, movement right yeah. but, but your trainer is putting it yeah exactly they know yeah he knows he knows what he's doing I trust him yeah he puts a weight in front of me and I'm like are you sure? Right. I know. Sure what? enough. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you can do it. Yep. I go, okay. Yeah, sure for sure. Enough, I do it. But I like this idea of like moving away from this calorie burning mindset mm-hmm. and that weight training like isn't that. Like yeah. I think that my training today, so, you know, I'm kind of like on this program. So I think I did five sets of five at 60% one week, then mm-hmm. three five sets of three at 80% and then to di- or 70% and then today did one set of one at 80%. And so I'm like, I'm picking a weight up one time. Right. Right. And then I'm resting. I know. Yeah. I'm resting like two minutes yeah. in between that time. And doing another one And rep. then doing yeah. one rep, which yeah. like those are ap- totally my favorite days. Me too. I like them too. Because you can just really focus, like it's so, it's all form. Yeah. Like by this point, it, if you're at this weight, like you've done the work to train your muscles and like to get stronger. And now it's like, are you engaged properly? Are you aligned properly? Right. Are you focused? It's, are you driving? It's, wild. it's so yeah. great. Like it's so, I mean, I've said, this I think before, that's like a beaut- the fun in it. It's just so yeah. much more than lifting the weight. Right. It's so much more than that. But then it's like, you know, while I'm doing that, I didn't break a sweat probably until, you know, maybe 35 <laughs> minutes into the workout when we started doing more circuit stuff and I'm moving faster. Yeah. And so people that are used to like an orange theory or mm-hmm. a shred and that's their very, very main, main workout might look at that and be like, why are we do- even here? Yeah, we're not doing anything. Yeah. So I think it's just like you have, I, I just encourage people to just trust the be, process. Yeah, be open-minded yeah. about trying new things and like mm-hmm. especially weight training and how yeah. rewarding it is. So great. I know. I, I did like the one rep thing the other week. And I think maybe a total of five or six, one reps increasing weight. Oh, yeah. And again, not sweating, not calorie burning. Right. On my watch. Yeah, um, on your watch. On my watch. But um, my legs have never been so sore. And I'm like, dang, okay, you know. Totally. So. I just think there's something empowering to walking around as a woman knowing like, no, I'm fucking strong. Right, yeah. Or I'm getting stronger. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to be like stronger than most men. Like, that's not the point. Right. But it's just this like feeling of power in your own body. Yes. That I didn't get from 
a cardio class or this like cycling through of like very just high intensity yeah high rep lower weight kind of exercises like that didn't do that for me personally yeah I get power from them both but um it's definitely like since I have 72 jobs yeah. being able to strength like something I can do not on somebody else's timeline yeah. has been proven very effective. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like walking out of a shred class, I feel incredible. Oh yeah. Shred, walking like, out of a shred class, it's amazing. Mood wise. Yeah, I know. Incredible. You're like, oh, hey. Yeah. Like uh, it's great. Yeah. I, I ideally, if like my schedule allowed it, if my budget allowed it, would absolutely yes. love to like every other week have like a standing two times a month. Yeah, shred workout just for that for little reboot. Yeah, alone. Uh huh. Teaching it every time I I leave there and I'm like, dang, that was so good. You yeah. know, like yeah. I just the energy in there is just unmatched. Yeah. Yeah. I really think that. Yeah. So do you still do like macro counting? How are you eating now? Is it play? You know, yeah, I just training? did. Um, I was having a really hard time through COVID, obviously. So I just went through the whole reverse dieting. What's that? Um, so it's where you slowly take your calories back up. And then bring so you slowly take them up. That way you're just re redoing your metabolism because I had gotten so low in my calories that it wasn't oh. supporting like eat for your goals, right? Yes. I wasn't supporting my goals um, with the amount of food I was eating, but I wasn't able to lose weight. So in, isn't that insane? Like I think yes. so, 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 so many women fall into this trap. Oh, like, I just have to eat less. I have to work out. I have to eat, eat less. less. I have to right. work out. Yeah. Every week, I've told you this before we started recording. Ashley, the woman I'm working with for nutrition, Ashley Jones. She's like, I'm giving you more food. Yeah. I'm eating more carbs than I have ever eaten in the last right. 15 years. Mm -hmm. I know. And it, it's it's so hard to explain that to someone, especially if you have a weight loss goal, because it takes a lot of time and patience and you want to see results, results really quickly. So I'm, I would always tell myself, like, what you're doing isn't hurting. Like, yeah. your your carbs are sweet potato and brown rice or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what I'm doing is fine. Yeah. Like, just again, trust the process. I know. I, I think that is also the main thing is you know, no matter what your goal is to get stronger, to get thinner, to, to get bulkier, to add weight, whatever it is that you want to do to change your body, it takes time. It does. Yeah. And, and if we're talking about lasting changes, sustainability, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. sure. Can you drop 10 pounds in a month? It's going to be really uncomfortable and yeah, you probably can't do it, but like you're absolutely going to gain it back. Yeah. And you're going to be hungry. Yeah. And right. We have no time. <laughs> we for have no hunger. time to be hungry. It's 2020. We have so many bigger things yes, in the world exactly. to worry about than exactly. hunger pangs. Thank you. Glad we're on the same page. Oh my God, for sure. So um, I wanted to get back to talking about your accountability. Yes. Coach thing. You got, you want to be the dove. The dove. Yeah. You I want to be the dove. You want to be yes. the dove for someone else. Maybe, oh my God. Maybe so, someone is listening and they need a dove. And you're tweet, tweet. Be... Here we are. Do they tweet? I don't even know. I think doves kind of make more like. Brr. Okay. Brr, here we are. Um, <laughs> Maybe so... that's a fucking pigeon. I'm the pigeon. Okay. Pigeon, the whatever. Whatever, you're, whatever you need. Here we are. Um, so I have a funny story before I get to that. Yes. Okay. Please. But remi remind me because um, I don't want to forget. I don't forget. So I'm reading this book her. on um, alignment. Try, okay. uh, it's called The Universe Has Your Back. Okay. So and I'm like halfway into it. It's like. First thing that comes to your mind, that's going to be your sign. When you see it, you'll know you're in alignment with um, the universe. Oh, wow. So, well, so I, for some reason, I've picked a hot air balloon. I have no idea why. Never seen a hot, I mean. You've never seen a hot air balloon? Well, I have, but like, why? I, it's not like that's in my thoughts. It just, you, that is that is what you pick? That just is randomly a hot air balloon. Yes, isn't that silly? That is silly. So, 
It's kind of wholesome too, though. Is it? Yeah. Okay, good. You ever, have you ever been to Canton, Ohio for the Football Hall of Fame Festival? No. Shocking. Are there hot air balloons? There's a whole hot air balloon festival where they have a huge field and they light all the hot air balloons, but they stay on the ground. And they just have a low fire. So it's like a balloon oh, light. It's brilliant. Like great. lanterns. But maybe that can be like a... Well, that would ma- be forcing maybe, alignment, maybe but that's fine. Like a, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just Continue. kidding. Continue. No, I'm just teasing. Maybe that's the concept. Yeah, I know that you're right. I'm going to start. Yeah, I might be driving up there soon if I don't see it. So I haven't seen it. Yeah. So the other day I'm scrolling... It's about scroll- to be winter. Yeah, it's about... Yeah, like there's no... That's my point. Like there aren't going to be hot air balloons out. <laughs> It's so, like the worst sign ever. Yeah, the worst thing ever. So I'm scrolling on the the internet or sure. social media the other like a week or two ago and a hot air balloon comes up and my heart like sinks. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this it's here. Sign. It I keep scrolling. It's on fire and crashing. Oh. So, so I'm like, okay, well. What does the book say about like, do they give you a timeline? Like, if you don't see your sign within six to nine months, you can pick a new sign. No, I don't, I don't think so. But I might reread the chapter so I can pick a new sign. But my um, my sister-in-law is like, Tara, the universe, like, doesn't choose how they're going to give you that hot air balloon. Like, they gave you a hot air balloon. Yeah, like, it's crashing and burning. Yeah, that's fine. Do with it what you will. But I also don't feel in alignment, so it makes sense. So I'll get there. Okay, okay. But so, um, wait, more about this book, though. What's it's, the, the whole, like, premise is, like, what is the whole premise? Take like trying to let go, not be in control. And basically what we were saying earlier, like when something comes to you, it's a sign from the universe. Like your your door could be right there and you keep closing it. Oh yeah. Like because you think it's not right. But if you quit trying to control things, accept things the way they are. Yes. And like it's taken so much I don't really have anxiety, but it's taken a lot of like anxious feelings away. Yeah. Um yeah. It's been really great besides I, the hot I, air balloon. I think the crashing and burning. Yeah. I think that it comes back to just having this open mentality yes where like you can't be closed off because you don't you're you're gonna miss something that you really need to receive i talk to this i talk about this a lot with a few of my single friends who are like having a hard time dating like there's no one here i can't meet anyone and yet like they're they're not open to even just like a a new conversation right like they're not open but i'm just like you need to go and just fucking talk to people. You're not trying to find the husband. You're not even trying to find a boyfriend. Be open to receiving a someone else's human connection. Energy, and that's yeah. just going to get like all your receptors open and buzzing. But when the right one does come along, you're going to be ready. ready. Yeah, I truly believe in that. That's what COVID so, has really brought me a lot of that. Just universe mindfulness, yeah. um, a peace, a sense of peace. Uh, I guess when you get away from the hustle and bustle. Yeah, um, that's good. So... Anyway, I was going to say maybe I'll switch my sign to the dove because it keeps appearing. Yeah. Do doves come out in winter? Or doves in – or do I, I, do I have to go to the store? I don't – okay. Okay. A real, I'm thinking <laughs> in my mind only of cartoon doves. But real doves are like just white and peaceful looking. Yeah? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I think well, – I'm going to read how, the book and see you, if I can switch. Yeah. Can you – can you have two? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think so. So, okay. So, that was that. So, now – going back accountability. accountability so I started this um, idea of a coaching business because what I can bring to people is my accountability which mm-hmm. is so important and motivation encouragement mm-hmm. type stuff um, because I've been through the trenches um, yeah. many many times right. for almost 30 years so I get that and um, I want people to like my biggest thing when start my Instagram was supposed to be private from um, the get-go and then it started doing the people you may know 
And so people were finding me, I guess, because of my email. So then it just kind of picked up. I never wanted it to be any, like it was for me. Mm -hmm. So you didn't come out here being like, I'm a fitness influencer. Right. Because honestly, at first I'm like, I'm probably going to fail again. Like, I don't want anybody to see this. You had like started on this weight loss journey a bunch of times. Oh yeah. I think there's three times on there. So um, anyway, yeah. So I started that and I want people to see that it is possible Mm -hmm. from just a regular, like I'm normal like everybody else. Yeah. Cause I know when I see people on Instagram, I'm like, dang, must be nice. Or, of course. you know, but it's just the small changes added up. So we were on a girl's trip with my family and we're talking, me and my sister-in-law, who's a therapist mm. and she's helped me tremendously in this past year of my life. Just kind of like, so this is your ex-husband's sister. No, my brother's wife. Okay. Got yeah. It. Yeah. That would got be it. a little, yeah. Okay. So I my, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Right. I know you got to ask. <laughs> so this is my brother's wife, but she's helped me tremendously just as far as like, um, learning all about the therapy world, just vulnerability, um, again, mindfulness, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of stuff. So we're sitting on the boat and she's like, Tara, you came, you, had, it wasn't all about the weight loss. Like you had such a huge mental journey too. And she's like, people really need both. Yeah. No, so it is both. Uh, you, it you, is both. Yeah. You, can't, you cannot lose a hundred pounds. A hundred pounds are not a hundred pounds. Like any shift, honestly, that's that's big like that physically like that is it changed my it, whole brain it changes your whole yeah. brain how you look at your how you physically see yourself yes. in the mirror and then how you're reflected back on other people yes like it has to be both yes it was and people don't understand that at all like people because they're focused on the physical part. yeah they, everyone said oh she thinks she's hot now now she's mm. she needs you're to go change her bitch, life yeah i am hot now right i'm like i've always been hot yeah. actually but yeah. So I'm like, no. And that was a big thing, having to be able to be okay with people judging me because I knew no no one knew my story and everybody was going to have an opinion. And it looked like I was leaving because I could do better, basically, you know? Mm. So that was a whole other ordeal. Oh, yeah. Because that's what everyone said. But she got, she got like hot and fit. And so mm-hmm. she's leaving her husband now yeah. because she thinks she can. And I'm like, Tara, you can't literally, I can't go explain myself to everybody. Oh, and I'm not going to try. It's really hard, though. Yeah. It that's was really hard. So that was, there's so many, there's so many, um, what is it? Sticks in the fire or something like that. I'm not very good with those analogy things. I don't particularly know what you're referencing there, but I think we can. So many balls in the pit. I don't know. <laughs> um, so anyway, so now, so we came up with this idea to combine them. So it's going to be interdisciplinary when you come to us. So it's mental and physical coming together. Cool. So she's doing, um, we're going to have mindfulness stuff each week and then also individual sessions with her on the side oh okay yeah that's great so there's gonna be like a, ther- a therapy mm-hmm. component yeah and then you're gonna handle like accountability motivation yep. are you gonna do like training and nutrition stuff as well i'm if if they need fitness i at this point i feel like during COVID, a lot of people don't have their own thing going on and so that's not my priority is doing the fitness part for the people physical fitness part yeah i yeah. have no problem throwing that in, but yeah. I don't, it's not the prime focus of what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and then the nutrition, I have a registered dietitian. Oh, I'm excellent. going through too. So I'm certified, but, um, like technically I don't want to be treating yeah. people's health. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, just yeah. by my certification, but I have a general knowledge. I can gladly yeah. provide information, Right. but right. yeah, I don't want to take all that. That's great. So do you have anything coming up? I think I saw you have like some, a program coming up. Is yeah. So um, I did like a, I put out there a trial because we're going to launch in January, but I want mm. feedback for when I finally launched, just like what worked for you, what didn't stuff like that. And I've had like tons of people reach out. Wow. I mean, I great. think at least 30 or so. So, um, yeah, I'm looking for, I was looking for 10 
and I think I might have them. So oh, that's amazing. I'm not positive. You know, a lot of people wrote me. I haven't checked lately, but yeah. So I'm super excited about that. Um, just getting feelers out and seeing what people need. And I think it's a huge thing for people that they don't, don't know that they need. Yeah. I, I think it plays into just a, a, a general sense of support. And yes. Yes, exactly. It's just what people need. And I hope to be able to do like quarterly things or eventually, right. you know, and the therapy thing, people don't have to take it. It's mm-hmm. what you want it to be. Yeah. You don't have to go spill your guts. Right. You I know think that you should require it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you need to dump that out right now. <laughs> you need to dump yeah. out your guts. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when I had no issues, which is rare, but when I didn't, I would just go see my therapist and we just shoot the shit for an hour, you know, like just to have someone sure. to talk. So. No, yeah, because that's, I mean, I think that's like 90% of it. Mm-hmm. It's like you just need, I said this in the last episode, my PSA about time with the girlies. Oh God. Yeah. And I also just like want to clarify too, even if you don't identify as female, like girlies yes. is a fucking just a, interchangeable mm-hmm. term. You know, you know what I mean? You need time with your people. Yes. Girlies equals people. Yeah. When you said that, it resonated so much with me too, because I like, I know when I go visit my college friends, I'm leaving so rejuvenated and fresh Lighter. and like, like a million pounds of, yeah. if I ever have a problem, I'm like, I'm going to Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. No, so. I, it, I feel that. And I mean, it's, it can look like so many different ways, but yeah. like, it's just like you need, it's a conversation. Yeah. You just need to get it out. We all need it. Yeah. Also a PSA. Please. It's like if you don't have girlies or whatever, like a lot of time I was through all of this, I was super lonely yeah. um, because nobody was really on my side and I just made it work for myself. Like I showed up where people treated me well, mm. where I felt good energy. Um, I put myself out there in uncomfortable yeah. situations, often just to... Um, you know, stay engaged with people. And if I like their vibe, like I'm going to try. Yeah. Then you can make them your girly. Make them your girly. So yeah. I've made a lot of people my girlies. I hope they feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. But yeah, I'm like, sure like do. put yourself out there. There's so much. We make our world so small. Yep. Yeah. Op- again, got to open up the energy. Open up the energy. Yeah. Yeah. How do you take care of yourself? What are some like self-care rituals, routines? What, um, what do you do to then just like feel refreshed? I'm actually like, I take... I spend a lot of time taking care of myself. I almost think my whole life is like that, which is great great right now. Um, Walks all the time. Um, If you have any tips for the winter, I'll take them because I nanny Uh and I don't think the parents want me. So you can't do the like no. Any weather. Yeah. 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 yeah, I heard that. I'm like, dang, I guess I could after. Sure. No, that makes sense. But we have to think of the, you have to think of the children. If anyone has any ideas, please send them in for ways to stay active in a house. So, okay. Well, this is not in a house, but I did just recently see, I would like to explore this idea further. Katie Dittman posted, um, this like what appeared to be an abandoned mall. There may be a mall somewhere. I don't know. Forest Fair, Tri-County. I need more Intel. Yeah. Katie call, Dittman, call the voicemail, please, and let me know. <laughs> but that could be a great thing. Yeah, and it like could. maybe we could have like a what the fit mall walkers. Oh, girl! And it's like I don't, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe like yeah. every other week, once mm-hmm. a week. I don't know. So that's an option. I think obviously if you have a gym with like a track, but that's so fucking boring. I know. I do, but I like to do it while um like there. Like it takes. Time for me to entertain to the baby then to like oh because you've yeah you've <laughs> but I'll do anything yeah uh, I know I'm just some ideas I'll take tips of jumping jacks every ten an hour oh god that know. sounds terrible too yeah 
I'm like way off a ju- like a jumping. I know, me too. I was a jumping bean for a lot of my life. Yeah. I just like spent a a large majority of my life like loading up the calves. And now I'm just like, I don't need to jump. I think when you get into strength training too, it's like you're so um, intuitive to like the form and stuff. And you know when you jump, you're not doing it right. Right. Most likely. Or I like, mean, I think unless you're very cognizant of it. Yeah. Or, and that's a really good point too, just about like cardio in general, like some cardio classes where you are so focused. And I know I've been there. You're so focused on the intensity and you want to keep going that – and you get tired. And yeah. And then you, you absolutely – Let things go. Fuck just kind of falls apart. Yeah. You sacrifice the atten- intensity for form. And you're right. With this focus of like being so locked in, as Johnny calls it, like in the pocket. Yep. And mm-hmm. Then like that that feels like I'm not doing something right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's almost like I'm like going backwards. Yeah. 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 I know. I try to be very intentional at shred and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and SOS just being, you know, I'll go slower to make sure I'm doing it right. Um, But I do, I go to form and function on a regular basis. So working a lot on breathing, like the basics, um, especially since I was overweight, I can lift a lot. Like they said, overweight people carry a lot of strength, but my core doesn't know what to do when I'm carrying all that weight. Because uh, I'm like, I, where my pain's coming from is my core not doing its job. Oh, so it's it. been a big focus there. Um, so taking care of myself there. Yeah, yeah. that's um, great. That's great. Yeah. Um, do you have any book recommendations do you read? The Universe Has Your Back. The, okay, that's great. Yeah, that's that's my that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Are you listening or are you reading? I'm reading it. It's okay. one where I've been like jotting down stuff in. Oh, so I suggest nice. getting the hard copy. My sister-in-law, the therapist, of course, mm-hmm. got it for me for mm-hmm. my birthday. Mm-hmm. So Okay, good. That is a good recommendation. But it, yeah. I have tons of books. Like, and if I ever see anything on Amazon, I buy it. And so they're waiting. Mm. But Are you still – have you, like, started to venture to go out, being as, as social as you are? Or are you still kind of staying in? Um, I do, but not without anxiety. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I just don't feel very good about it. Yeah. Um, How about, like, an dinner. outdoor situation? Yeah, I've been doing yeah. outdoor stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm getting, like, very concerned about – Yeah. Same. I am also very social, and, like, I get a lot of joy – just from like going to sit at a bar. Yeah, I me really, too. I really, really, really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just chatting Same. with whoever's yes. there, whatever. Same, comes and up. I'm like, that's I can't even like browse around. <laughs> I no, I know. I mean, it's I mean, it's like you're locked in, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you're seated in that seat. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it's gonna be. Yeah. Um, it's been great with patios and all that. And I know. so now I'm just like I and of course today we're recruiting on the day the U.S. has hit the highest number of COVID cases. I was walking around my morning walk this morning listening to a podcast about it, and I just had this feeling. I'm like, I'm it's inevitable. Like I'm gonna get it. I know that's kind of where I think so too. That's like where my mind went in that moment, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm gonna die. I'm a very healthy person. I'm young. Like that's not where my mind goes. It's that. For two weeks, if I'm lucky, if <laughs> right. I'm lucky, right, yeah. and, it, and and it's like minimal symptoms, whatever. For two weeks, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to train, right? I'm not gonna be able to right. go go at like that is the worst. That's why I don't want to get it. Like I don't. It's gonna fuck up my life, right? And and like you for just, those two weeks, you keep have you just got into a routine. I'm sure again, you know. Yeah, and obviously I don't want to get it because then if I get it 
And I don't know if I have, then what if I pass it on to someone who is at risk? I know. I know. I'm tired. I, I everyone's even, tired. We can't even get there. Yeah. I'm sorry. I even went down that road. Right. I know. But it was like, on my, keep going. It was on my mind today. So I did feel like I have to get that yeah, out and, totally. voice, and voice that concern. Mm. But it I, is. It's just. There's also, like we said, kind of letting go. There's not, we can do the best that we can do. Yeah. We can be protective of ourselves. We can be protective of others. And people are losing it. Like people are going, crazy like people need their mental i know releases and i know so i don't know I, no one knows but so no i don't really do I, i'll go to dinner yeah um outdoors i don't know what i'll do coming up yeah i think that people need, need to get some heaters out there yeah i know put put a coat some on some serious ones yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll be like shivering trying to get my food <laughs> drinking your beer yeah 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 but i'm here for it same 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 okay so. tara the question what does being fit mean to you what does being fit mean to me well it's switched so i'm glad this came now but being fit to just me, switched recently like through covid oh, okay it's okay, just okay, complete yeah, yeah. like yeah. mental and physical alignment and wellness and i didn't know what that felt like until i reached it mm. and it was a feeling i i don't even know if i could articulate mm. but i suggest everybody go on that journey and like find that mental alignment and yeah. um wellness and it's not easy doesn't just happen it's work just like going to the gym um but definitely i would make that a priority because it's a damn good feeling yeah yeah so it just reminded me that's that's great i love that answer it reminded me of something else that i saw on meriden's instagram today about how like this new wave of fitness is like just like we train the body that we're gonna have to start training the mind yes yeah and you have to already yeah and it's not talked about it's not i mean right Brene Brown kind of got my got my got me rolling and then mm-hmm. I just yeah no it's incredible I've been doing Mare's mindfulness class yeah, now yeah. and I've just been I've just been quiet because uh-huh. I want to get through the session and then I'm gonna you know fully talk about it but I will say like after an hour on in that in that class that virtual class you I felt just you just feel loads better like you just feel oh, this awesome. lightness about you yeah yeah and you're like okay this is not that wasn't you know we talk about yes things are difficult it takes me but like that wasn't that difficult you know right. like it's not it's not tremendously hard work it's not as hard as fucking pushing a 150 pound sled across turf like right, you know like right. it's like you just you gotta sit there and just focus on your breathing Mm-hmm. And, and she's not it's not even asking a lot of you yeah you know it's like a couple minutes but like, like it feels good you have yeah. to do it one time to feel what it feels like and then i i promise to anyone that you get that feeling you're like okay i, I gotta hold I on gotta to get that. that yeah yeah like a healthy drug yeah absolutely yeah i know it's just and i hope people know that that's so important right you and know accessible and accessible yeah and like I've had a lot of views, um, resources. I've gone to therapy and my sister-in-law, but I mean, I've done a lot on my own too. Mm-hmm. And so you can totally do it on your own. Yep. yep. But what I highly suggest get there. If you can feel one ounce lighter every day, walking through your day. Oh, like, yeah. It's great stuff. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Like thank I you so much. sit here and talk to you for, for hours real. and hours. You'll have to come back. Yes. It's for sure. great. Okay. Where can people follow you? Referenced your gram lots of times now. <laughs> T breezy be fit. T breezy underscore be fit. Nineties. I was gonna say how many E's do you have in the name? Nineties. I like it was like supposed to be funny. My regular Instagram's T Breezy from C Breezy Chris Brown. It was supposed to be funny of course, a long time it. ago. 
and then now here I am. Like I would have never thought. And then it just caught and you can't change it. No. Like I went up at one of the Quidwell events. I'm like, hey, it's T Breezy Be Fit, I think, to uh, Molly. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You no, know? And I'm I, like. No, literally. When like, I have like people are like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, Tara. And I'm like, T Breezy. They're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> how like, is this my name now? It's like Kayla with Cincy Fit Foodie. <laughs> exactly. Just yeah. Like, that is your identity. Yeah, for sure. Hope to God we don't like ever just get rid of Instagram instantly. I know. And then like, then what I'll lose my identity do? again. Yeah. Like, we all will. We will all <laughs> yeah. be like, like fucking newborn right, worms right. just like squirming around we have no idea what to do with ourselves exactly well thank you so much I yes. appreciate it thank you so much for your time of and your course. podcast I love it thank you so much listeners reminder follow me on the gram at Chrissy Grody at what the fit podcast share to your socials publicize the podcast please if you're loving it call the voicemail rate review on iTunes I haven't seen a review in a couple months so Please, real quick. It can be anonymous. It really helps drive eyeballs to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Love you. <laughs> this is great already. Hi, what's the fit? Chrissy and Robin. Kayla and Johnny. <laughs> I'm going to start over. Ignore that first part. You're looking at me. <laughs> okay, start from here. <laughs> hey, Chrissy and Robin. Kayla and Johnny Pasquale here. We have a few questions for you both. I'm, I don't like how, where this is going. Can't erase the voicemail. All right, starting from here. <laughs> Five. Hey, Chrissy and Robin. You can also add these to the end of your blooper reel.